Talk Radio. It's Monday, December 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones. The Great Awakening is officially here. The Empire's gonna strike back. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. Welcome the millions of new people that are tuning in today to the most censored, forbidden broadcast in the world. But now, thanks to all of your support and word of mouth and the great tide turning, the Great Awakening is breaking free and reaching more than 50 million people a day as we speak. InfoWars is back at the forefront of the battle for Team Human versus Team Demon. Human supremacy to the stars. 329 days, 12 hours, 59 minutes, 5 seconds. The most historic election, a referendum against the new world order in world history. Well, I have been a busy beaver. And so has the crew. I put in a nice 20-hour day yesterday. I've never felt better. I interviewed, Elon Musk interviewed me for two and a half hours yesterday. It was over the top important. The things he talked about, the things he did will irrevocably damage the globalist. Christ said you judge a tree by its fruits. I've been saying Elon Musk has basically done a 180 in the last five years from previous things. But he was never really pure bad. So I, it's not really a 180 because that would be he was really bad. Now he's going towards totally good. But Let's say he was um, halfway towards super good, and now he's only a few degrees away from ultra good. I judge a tree by its fruits. The globalists are coming after him. They're hopping mad, and he is really setting the captives free. And the shadow bands are gone. Infowars, right now, conservatively, has reached conservatively. When I say this, I mean extremely conservatively. I'm not even centered on my camera today. I was. This morning, I was on a whole bunch of shows with Charlie Kirk and everybody else. Hell, we'll get to some bitch centered there. I'm sure I moved around. I'm sure it's my fault. Yeah, move all this over. I'm neurotic. If I'm not centered on the camera, I get mad at myself. Uh, but uh, here we go. Centered now, guys. All right, good. Woo! We're ready to launch, baby. Uh, the crew did a great job. Some of them were up here till 10 o'clock last night. I was on the job at 5 a.m., so I seem a little <clears throat> frazzled. I am... Uh, Definitely burning the candle at both ends, but this is the time to do it. Overhead shot, please. There are decades when nothing happens, and there are weeks when decades happen. Vladimir Lenin, evil guy, but very smart, and that's absolutely true. And that's where we are right now in the super turbocharged historical zeitgeist. And we are going to cover the waterfront today. This is not going to be about Alex Jones and Alex Jones returning to Twitter. That's just a symptom of the recovery that we're seeing. That's just an indicator that we're getting a little bit better. It's the things Elon Musk said as the reportedly richest man in the world about team human and being a human supremacist and how the globalists want to depopulate the earth and how they're taking us towards total collapse and an extinction event while blaming us for the extinction event that they themselves are engineering. So this is what the globalists are doing. It's their plan. It's their operation. And if you're not talking about that, we're going to lose everything. 
But if we just recognize we have a psychotic, out-of-control death cult running things, then it's game over, ladies and gentlemen. Recognize the death cult and take the keys away from them. That is what we're doing. We're doing it together, and it's extremely exciting. I have been really blessed uh, with this big event happening to be doing a whole bunch of huge interviews. Everybody from Stephen Crowder to Charlie Kirk to you name it. Tucker's going to be coming on soon. Owen's on his show tomorrow. I basically have unlimited interviews I can do. I've done a whole bunch today after the show. I'm going to start doing a special report daily, just like Tucker does on X. I'm going to tape that today and then put it out tonight. This is really hardcore focus, 10 minutes or so. And I'm on all these huge shows talking about the entire blueprint of the New World Order. They cannot survive this, folks. I mean, it'll take a while for it to set in, but it's this is this is this is the blood of victory. You're witnessing victory right now, praise God. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. versus Team Demon or Team New World Order. I talked to Elon Musk for more than two hours yesterday and the whole thing was recorded. Vivek Ramaswamy was on. Congressman Matt Gates was on. Andrew Tate, Tristan Tate, Mark Dice, Laura Loomer. It was wild. And they also had some sniveling corporate media on there that kept trying to get me to talk about a school shooting that happened over 10 years ago in Connecticut. I'm like, that's not who I am. I'm not talking about it. Sorry, you claim I talk about it all the time. I don't. Now, we've got huge world news, and and, and really, the, the, the Great Awakenings here, super positive things are happening. And my term, human supremacy, is really getting picked up everywhere as a counter to the globalist who are anti-human and want us to roll over and die and hate ourselves and have no life force or no will. Incredible discussions with Elon Musk about it. Surreal. But meanwhile, I have senators, House members, Democratic Party leaders, Biden, the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, all saying, oh, if you don't do what we want in the war... We're going to have to go ahead and go to full war with Russia. That's their main October surprise. The Tucker Carlson's warned of, the Charlie Kirk's warned of, the Jack Posobiec, he was also on yesterday. He's on today, coming up next hour. Jack Posobiec's been warning of in a really eloquent way. I've been warning of it, and, and now it's here. For at least six months, we've been just warning you and warning you and warning you and warning you, and I think you can see it too, but we've got all that bad news to get to. But we need to admit it's happening so we can counter it and do something about it. Jack Posobiec joins us next hour to discuss that. We're going to be posting to the front page of InfoWars the boil down of my interview with Elon Musk. The full thing, and I'll call it my interview because I get on there, the media starts asking me questions, and then they go, Elon Musk is here. And Elon goes, I'm just going to sit here and just listen to Alex. And I said, no, I don't think so. (laughs) I'm not in my chance to talk to Elon Musk uh, just just uh, the main interview's got 9 million views, probably get 100 million views. Uh, but just since yesterday, the clips have 50, 60 million views. This is what I saw on Twitter. Uh, and I wasn't even looking for the clips. They're just everywhere. 
10 million here, 5 million here, 3 million here, 8 million here, 3 million here, 5 million, 2 million, 1 million, 8 million, 2 million, 4 million, 9 million. Uh, it's, just, it's just insane. And we're talking about stuff that the globalists have fought tooth and nail to never have come out, to never be seen. So Mario Nafal, I appreciate him doing that. I'm glad that my producer was working seven days a week when she got the email yesterday morning and we got it set up for the afternoon. We went from uh, noon central until about 2.45. Musk was on for about two hours and 15 minutes. And this is the antidote to the New World Order. What was discussed there was extremely powerful. And I'm very, very proud to be involved in it. And I'm going to appreciate listeners. I want you to listen to me. Keeping us on air the last five years under CIA, NSA, FBI, think tank, Democratic Party, law firm, corporate media, big tech, stalkers, PIs, family being harassed. And I knew that we're in a war against exterminists, against globalists, against transhumanists. And I signed up for this, and, and but it, it's it's been hell. But I've been praying and just knowing that God is in charge and God has shown me so much. So I've been thankful for the persecution and my spirit has been aware of that. The flesh doesn't like it. It's, it's had a toll, uh, but because we're all really, you know, as you know, two people, the fleshly man and the spiritual man. But uh, I'm energized and extremely excited. The enemy's going to throw a bunch of horrible stuff at us. We'll talk about that next hour because we're not out of the woods yet, but we've turned the tide and the Great Awakening's here and my phone was just blowing up with all the top talk shows. Oh, funny, all the top ones are anti-New World Order now. A lot of them have been anti-new world for a while, but they're really, the bandwagon's happening. Just blown up with, you're right, the turning's here. They're going to be defeated. And this is so exciting. But let's talk about the audience who are activists of this broadcast. Because we're now recognized as the progenitor of taking all this mainstream. And that is you, the audience that did this. Buying the products, spreading the links. And you were getting censored and attacked for it keeping us on air up against globalists that have trillions of dollars. Your tens of millions has held us in this position. I will say this, though, because I always go with the spirit now. The older I get it, it's never wrong. So I need your prayers, and so does President Trump and Elon Musk. You say what you want about Elon. Elon, they're coming after him. I I am going to have to get full-time security. I've had it off and on, but I, as of today, one way or another, uh, we got to have it. Because we're moving into the season of the enemy making a big, major move. And, and look, I was happy to take the back seat. I'd already done so much work with you guys getting the truth out, a blueprint to resist the enemy. That in a way, I was kind of like, well, I've done my work. And you've heard me on air say this. And I'll still keep keep on keeping on. But most folks that are prominent now are starting to get all this. Some of them have really got it. Charlie Kirk's really got it. I was on with him for an hour today right before I went on here. And I'm happy to take a back seat. Well, God's like, all right, you're not taking a back seat. You're thrown to the front lines again. And you're energized. And that's what's happening here. So <laughs> I, I admire Trump putting his life on the line and everybody else doing this is fighting, but I'm not a coward. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, if God takes me out of the fight, you know, Partially, I'll, I'll be happy to kind of just, you know, done my 29 years in this. I'll still be here and I'll 
go out and do events and everything else, and I'll fight as hard as I can, but it's kind of nice to not be numero uno. And I can feel it. I can see it. I know it. We just got 10 times more powerful because this this wasn't about just getting back on Twitter. And I just, we used to just send links out and videos. It was never that, Twitter was never that big a deal for us. But now the way Twitter's energized and what's happened, I mean, it's like insane, folks. I can put a video up of paint drying and 10 million people will watch it. We're not going to be putting videos of paint drying up. And understand this, there's no conditions with me on X. There, there's, there's, no, there, there's no deals. There's, there, there's none of this. Uh, Elon Musk saw it as a symbol of go after yourself to the new world order after all the stuff they've done to him. So the globalists are running into people that when you attack them, we don't back down. We get even. And so you're going to see total bandwagoning over our side. The problem is the new world order is going to release a new virus, power outages, cyber attacks, mass shootings, terror attacks. They're going to go ahead and try to have nuclear war with Russia. And we need to take the keys away from them. And I say to the establishment people, and this is happening now, there's a lot of big people in the system that don't want to commit suicide, that don't want to be in the death cult, who've gone along with it because the death cult's who they had to do business with. Just come on, come on, come on, come on, baby. Come on, come on, come on. I got news. You don't ever have to die. Just stop it. I'm like an FBI negotiator, back when they were still the FBI to some extent, saying, you don't, you're going to end up getting killed doing this. Come on out. We can work this out. You might just do it just a few years in jail. Just, just, it'll be so easy. Just lay down the gun and just come on out and we'll get you some dinner. Everything's going to be all right. We want to work with you. Just put the gun down. Let the hostages go. Because they're holding us all hostage. If you don't do what we want, nuclear war with Russia, your sons and daughters will be dying right now in name the place like the Middle East, Europe, Ukraine. And, and they're doing it. I have a bunch of clips on that. Again, next hour, we'll talk about it. But, I mean, do, do people really want to cut the energy off and really flood the third world into the West? I mean, do we really want to ban eating beef? Do we really want to eat bugs? Do we really want to promote pedophilia? Do we really want Hollywood and these sick, crazy people to run things? Do we really want China to be dominant? Do we really want to just blow the country away? Do we really want I me? Mean, no, 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 no. And archetypally, some of the worst globalists like Charlie Munger and Henry Kissinger are dead as doornails right now. To quote Charles Dickens, dead as a box of rocks. Dead as the void of space. So let's start getting to some of these clips. You know, the big takeaway, I really just should, should air the whole thing and just comment on it. I mean, maybe tomorrow I'll see the whole show by playing clips and commenting as we go through it. Uh, this is on uh, Spaces. Sometimes the audio is great, sometimes it's not. When too many people uh, unkey their mic or key their mic or take it off mute. <laughs> what kind of stole our thunder was Vivek Ramaswamy, and I'm the one that called it out because in the recording, it's not that good. It's got like, I saw one video with like 18 million views. And and I'm sitting there, and Elon's trying to talk, and I hear somebody, because the audio was really good on the phone. However, it all synced together, though, and recorded. It's a little bit muffled, but I hear, and I hear somebody peeing. And then I hear him flush the toilet. I go, hey, somebody's peeing. (laughs) I'm on my live mic. And I guess they can tell who's who. 
and this control panel they've got. I've never run one of these, so I don't know. And they go, oh, that's Vivek. Vivek's, oh, sorry, sorry. And Elon goes, well, do you feel better now? He goes, yeah, 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 sorry, I feel great. And so now they're saying, Vivek Ramaswani uh, marked his territory and showed his dominance. He peed on the broadcast. So there's a little bit of a comedy for you. It's literally in hundreds of newspapers. Vivek Ramaswani appears to broadcast himself urinating during live X talk. <laughs> All right. But let's get back to what's really important. Let's talk about team humanity. Let's go with this long clip first, and then we'll get to the shorter clip. Elon uh, Tate Jones talk about team humanity. That's clip six. But first, we'll play clip five. Elon, Andrew, and Alex talk about real human supremacist. And, you know, he talks about how we need to have more children. There's a whole bunch of these clips, but uh, here's the first one. I, 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 I'm just generally in favor of civilization and the that collapse, in their own words, to make everybody else poor, consolidate power, and they'll have a smaller type two civilization for themselves. And I think you're trying to build a type two civilization or even a type one civilization, I should say, uh, for all of us. And, right. and you said we, we need to have a debate about we need to have a debate about uh, going interstellar. We've got to expand yeah. or we collapse. And Elon Musk is saying, correct me if I'm wrong, we you don't stay in stasis. You either expand right. or you collapse. Yes, are exactly. Creating, you, you, either grow, you either grow or, you're, or, you, or you collapse. You, 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 you don't, the steady state is, is basically an impossibility. So you have to pick it. You have to pick, make a choice. Do you want to grow civilization uh, or, or do you want to decline and, and collapse? And because you know, steady state is it's not stable. So, and I say we grow, and I say we expand, and, and, and we, we, we have more humans, and we become a multi-planet species and a space-faring civilization, and ultimately be out there among the stars. And I think that is the, the, the exciting, inspiring thing for, for the future, uh, not a declining human civilization that dwindles to nothingness and, and, and where humanity dies with a whimper. And that's the bottom line. I think it is the battle of people who believe in humans and humanity and want it to expand against people who are so selfishly going through the earth and so selfishly orientated that they don't care about expanding civilization. They just want to control the humans that are currently here. And, and Andrew, I totally agree with you. And an arrogance. I totally agree. But let me throw this caveat on it because I've read the writings of Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and the Club of Rome. They know we could easily expand. There's plenty of room. Hundreds of billions of known galaxies. They know that, that this is just a seed that's going to not just grow into one giant oak, but an entire forest, an entire universe. And so they want to shut everybody else down because they can't deal with competition. All right, guys, let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. This has never happened before. We have our own satellite uplinks. We have our own switchers. We have a lot of great equipment. And I'm not saying it's some kind of sabotage, but we had... A bunch of stuff happened with the satellites and the feeds uh, get scrambled as soon as I went to that clip. The second we went to it, the second we went to it, you saw it, you heard it out there. Radio, TV, satellites, all of it. Cut and started putting other feeds up. And when we're trying to figure out what's going on, uh, that that's never, th- this problem, we don't have a lot of problems, as you know. We run a pretty clean operation here. Just happened for the first time and it's so historic talking about team humanity and the rest of it um again this is spaces on twitter there were hundreds of guests on and a bunch of other people on and a lot of them would un, would turn their 
my column when they weren't talking, and that's why you have Vivek Ramaswamy in the bathroom on there, and that becoming a funny Benny Hill joke or something. Uh, but but this is so important. I'm not going to have it messed up and scrambled like this. So I, I'm going to uh, – Jack Posobiec's coming up to talk about the World War III scenarios and what's really important. I want to talk about the fourth turning we're in, why the globalists want so much control right now. But I started the show with this, and I want to show this again. Can I have an overhead shot, please? There are decades where nothing happens, and there are weeks where decades happen. That's the head of the October Revolution in 1917 in Russia, V.I. Lenin. And the globalists, the Rand Corporation, and all of them talk about normally society's frozen in status quo. But every 87 years or so, this has been known about for really thousands of years, there's generational changes that happen, and humans go through a cycle of major change. But then there are super cycles, and we're in those, and they're calling this one, there's been a bunch of best-selling you know, books and things written on it, the fourth turning, as it's called. And that's just one way of looking uh, at these cyclical situations. And so they want to, during this time when things aren't solidified, but they liquefy, be able to basically make a bunch of changes and set up a transhumanist situation. So we're uh, doing an analysis of the satellites and the equipment, the radio TV satellites right now. And as soon as I know that everything is 100% back, we believe it's all back, I will continue on. But this is historic. This information needs to get out. Is, 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 do I have a green light from the engineers? Okay, so... I'm going to do this. We're going to go to break in four minutes. Everything's good, I'm told. And then I'm going to restart the show. I'm not going to go over ground already covered, but I'm going to get really focused and get back in the in the, in the the zone. I got to say, I did an hour with Charlie Kirk, and it's really good, and I was on, and I really laid it out in 45 minutes of, of, of airtime if you take the breaks out. So I think I'm going to take that. I'm sure he's good with it. I'll call him first. And I'm going to post the Charlie Kirk interview uh, on my X account uh, as soon as we can grab it, as soon as we can get it out. He was taping it, so I think it airs in a couple hours. So look for that, because uh, I, I think I really nailed it there. When You know when you nailed it, it's almost like, well, why are you going to do it again? Well, I'm going to nail it even better when we come back. I'm going to restart. I'm going to get done. And I am going to knock it out of the park today. And I just want to, again, thank all the viewers and listeners for all you've done keeping us on air through these trials and tribulations. Don't think for a minute more tribulations aren't coming. We're in the danger zone right now. But people can't just politically or economically or culturally see how much danger we're in. People can feel it. And all the threats of nuclear war by the Biden administration, if you don't do what they want, is not having the desired effect uh, of really anybody, including people in the government, who'd like to go on living. I'd like to go on living. I don't want a civil war. I don't want a race war. I don't want a depression. I don't want to eat bugs. I don't want my kids to be harassed by government-sponsored pedophiles. I don't want fentanyl everywhere. Uh, I, I don't want devil worship everywhere. I'm sick of Hollywood. So are you. I want productivity, prosperity, and a relationship with God. And I want my children to grow up in a world with your children where we have a future. And that's all we're really doing. We have this entire enemy globalist psycho control system that doesn't want the normal human order and, and the normal way we're developing. They want control now. 
and they've been sabotaging it and they've been screwing it up and they've been causing all these destabilization programs in their own documents. So they have a bunch of confused, poisoned, crazy people they can control. They want to rule a madhouse. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man's king. They want to gouge our metaphysical eyeballs out and get rid of our olfactory nerves and our taste and everything else and our touch and, and, and cut off our sixth sense connection to God so they can run the tables on our asses. I don't know about you folks, but I don't want to be part of that. And I'm saying no. So you can throw whatever you want at me. It doesn't matter. I'm more alive than I've ever been fighting these tyrants. And that's what this is all about. So we're going to break. We're going to come back. And hopefully nothing else like this happens. And I'm going to play these team human clips. We're going to analyze it and talk about the choice you've got. A pro-human future or the nightmare eugenics, depopulationist, transhumanist, technocracy, ESG, central bank, digital currency, universal basic income, vaccine passport, UN medical treaty, running your life and controlling your body. Does anybody really want to go along with this? Got a bunch of leftists and their worthless degrees who go along with the system because they get likes on Facebook and X and stuff. You're fools. You're chumps. You're suckers. You're marks. You're not part of the power structure. You're useful idiots, as Lennon called you. Come on, come on up. Come on, come on up. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Yeah, come on. Join us. Join Team Humanity. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. We'll be right back. Stay with us. I'm Alex Jones. Now at Real Alex Jones on Twitter. Never forget that the answer to 1984 is 1776. We've come a long way in the fight against tyranny, and it's been listeners and viewers like you that have kept us on air. That's why we bring you the very best products so you love them, so you enjoy them, and so you come back and get them again and again so we can stay on the air in the fight against the globalists because it's viewers like you that keep this operation on air. And here we are, another Christmas is here, being the biggest sale of the year, store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points, up to 60% off, store-wide, my new book, The Great Awakening, get a signed or unsigned copy, it's all there. X2, finally back in stock. Turbo Force, finally back in stock. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. I want to thank you all for your support. We're in this fight together. And I will encourage you now to get store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points, up to 60% off on all the great products at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones. All right, I want to go back to this clip in full. Elon Musk, Andrew Tate, Alex Jones talk about the real human supremacist, and that dovetails into a shorter clip, Team Humanity. Elon Tate and Jones talk Team Humanity. This is so key. This is the counter plan 
to the globalist THX-1138 Brave New World operation that really is an official plan, according to Aldous Huxley and his brother, Julian Huxley, that ran UNESCO and the UN and helped set up this whole transhumanist nightmare we're now living in. The chemicals in the water sterilizing us, the 5G, the genetic engineering, the human-animal hybrids. This is their nightmare future for us under Agenda 2030. Gavalno Harari, world government. It's all out in the open. So let's go ahead and go back to clip five again that we got interrupted in, and then we'll go to clip uh, six right after that. Here it is. I, 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 I'm just generally in favor of civilization and the furtherance of civilization. Um, and I think we should always be concerned that uh, we can regress as a civilization. And if you, if you study history, just, you can just see the, the arc of, of one civilization after another as the civilizations rise and fall through history. Um, we've, we've been in a period of civilization rising very rapidly, but we should be concerned that it, it, it may, we may, we may be cresting. We may subside, um, and, and and there have to there are many times where I, have, I get late stage civilization vibes, um, and, I, and I'm just worried that that maybe we're cresting as a civilization and and perhaps headed for for a fall. So, well, yeah. Well, I agree with you because I I truly believe, and a lot of people have ever said this before me. This is not original idea, but I think as AI and machines and tech increases, a lot of people are going to be deemed useless by the overlords. And then you have to sit and decide what are they going to do with all these people who have hopes and dreams and they want health care and they want a garden and they want a house to live in and they don't want to be treated like cattle. They're going to become extremely inconvenient. So I don't think many people at home understand that this war cannot be avoided. I've had a lot of people who understand why they threw me in jail in Romania and understood I've done nothing wrong. And they said to me, why do you take up this fight? Why you don't just delete your Twitter and disappear and drive a Ferrari all day? And I explained that this war cannot be avoided. You're either on the front line and you're fighting for something or you're sitting waiting to die. You're waiting for the Mongol horde to come over the horizon and chop your head off. There's, no, I totally no agree. It. And just to throw this in there, if you read, and Elon, I knew you were doing great work. When I saw you six months ago at the World Government Summit, where they're all just saying we're going to make everybody eat bugs and we'll make the decisions to put microchips in them. And you said, we don't want a centralized system. We want a diverse system. We want firewalls. And I don't agree with this Tower of Babel you're building. They know that we go through cycles and they want to artificially create a great reset collapse in their own words to make everybody else poor, consolidate power, and they'll have a smaller type two civilization for themselves. And I think you're trying to build a type two civilization or even a type one civilization, I should say, uh, for all of us. And, right. and you said we, we need to have a debate about, we need to have a debate about uh, going interstellar. We've got to expand yeah. or we collapse. And Elon Musk is saying, correct me if I'm wrong, we, you don't stay in stasis. You either expand right. or you collapse. So yes, you're exactly. Creating, sorry, you, you, either grow, you either grow or, you're, or, or you collapse. You, 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 you don't, the steady state is, is basically an impossibility. So you have to pick it, you have to pick, make a choice. Do you want to grow civilization, uh, or or do you want to decline and and collapse? And because you know, steady state is it's not stable. So, and I say we grow, and I say we expand, and 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 we 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 have more humans, and we become a multi planet species and a space faring civilization, and ultimately be out there among the stars. And I think that is the the, the exciting, inspiring thing for, for the future. Uh, not a declining human civilization that dwindles to nothingness and, and, and where humanity dies with a whimper. 
And that's the bottom line. I think it is the battle of people who believe in humans and humanity and want it to expand against people who are so selfishly going through the earth and so selfishly orientated that they don't care about expanding civilization. They just want to control the humans that are currently here. And, and Andrew, I totally agree with you. And and an like, arrogance. I totally agree. Let me throw this caveat on it because I've read the writings of Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and the Club of Rome. They know we could easily expand. There's plenty of room. Hundreds of billions of known galaxies. They know that that this is just a seed that's going to not just grow into one giant oak, but an entire forest, an entire universe. And so they want to shut everybody else down because they can't deal with competition from the Elon Musk that come out of the general public. They want a global tyranny so they can direct it and control it so that they direct the expansion. And we can't let that happen because they literally talk about it, Agenda 21, the official UN plan, a 90% world population. So we need to go with the Elon Musk plan. And that's why I tell people that get upset, they go, Elon Musk is involved in every advancing technology. The globalists are pushing that too. Well, technology is like a gun. It's whose hand it's in. And so we need the gun in the people's hands, the gun of expansion, instead of in the globalist hands. And so just because Elon Musk is on the cutting edge of every technology, don't fear the technology like some troglodyte. Fear us not being in control of it. And Elon is saying we need it to be an expansionary human explosion of competition and freedom, not some new dark age with a tiny breakaway civilization that's only working for itself. Sorry, I'm ranting. No, no, but you're completely right. Because if, if Elon doesn't push these boundaries, they will push these boundaries. And once they have the sole control and the monopoly over such technologies, it's over for all of us. And I don't think most people understand. It simply is the humanistic view against the death cult view. And there's people in the world who have yes. no interest in, they have no interest in growing humanity, no interest in advancing the species as a whole. Their interest is in power sure. and control. And all they want to do is have absolute power over the people that currently exist and their children. And you can talk about all the perverse reasons they want to do those exact things. But it's truly scary. And all the people at home who don't really understand the gravity of this fight, they seem to think it's right wing, left wing, ha ha ha. Yes, exactly. They're, they're, they're thinking about it the wrong way. It's, it's, <laughs> sorry, I just got a little X here. Um, uh, but, but you're totally, exactly. This right, left, it's, it's, it's the wrong way to think about it. It's, it's uh, the, the sort of the extinctionist versus the pro-humans. Uh, and once you see that it's extinctionist versus the the, the, the human, the, the pro-humans, then it, it becomes very clear. So, Elon, when are you going to, I know you got a hundred irons in the fire, but I've really, when you talk about we need to create a, a plan B for humanity, well, that's really. No, it's not, it's not a plan B. I mean, an alternate master plan, because the globalists oh. are controlled right now. You're trying to rest control with us. Helping. I mean, when are you going to put out your battle plan, or, or are you already putting it out of pieces? No, I mean, I mean, what what I'm saying is that actually, I think we 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 should expand humanity. Uh, like, basically, we should have basically more more kids. Uh, you know, we, we, population should increase, uh, and 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 we should uh, become a, a multi planet species and uh, and you know make life multi planetary, build a self sustaining um, civilization on Mars. And 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 then ultimately, you know, this will be long after I'm dead, uh, probably. But uh, well, almost certainly, uh, we, we can go to other star systems and and go out there and I don't know, maybe we'll find some long dead alien civilizations. Um, and I don't, I don't think we want to be one of those lame one planet civilizations that never got beyond, you know, its home planet. Um, I mean, we're gonna, you know, you know, what are the aliens going to think of that? <laughs> it's like we 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 got to make a good showing. 
Team human. I think like something that's, that that is really important is is like you just literally have to have kids, or there's no there's no next generation. I mean, Alex, do you, do you have kids? Yes, I do. I'm not as prolific as you, but I wish I was. It's the best thing in my life. I have four. Okay, great. And and Andrew, I do have a few. I won't let you down, Elon. I'm coming. Okay, I'm coming good. to take over your title. I'm coming <laughs> to take over. I'm doing my best. You know, I I okay. gotta use my good looks for something. Well, I think we ought to encourage people to, to you know, uh, have kids. And, um, and, 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 and this just, is the bottom line argument. This is what is so important. We just talked about how the globalists are ultimately selfish and only care well, about look at most power. Look, most of the globalists don't have children, and yeah, of yeah, course, because right. they're selfish. Powerful, folks. We're going to continue here. We get Elon to talk about Trump assassination more. It is wild. Jack Posobiec coming up next hour. Now the enemy is going to strike back, though. Uh, but let's go to clip uh, six. Elon, Tate, and Jones talk about Team Humanity. And I said this a year ago, six months ago, we never made them. We are coming out with a Team Humanity InfoWars shirt. You've heard me say that a thousand times, but this is really getting picked up. This is this is, this is is the future, folks. This is the zeitgeist. Thanks to all of you supporting this transmission. It's not about us getting the credit. It's about recognizing we're winning and we know what we're talking about together. Little stickers are everywhere. A Biden at the gas pump and all over saying, I did that. Well... The good things that are happening, you did that with God working through you. Here's the next clip. Truthfully, it's so amazing we didn't even speak about these things. Only two years ago, you couldn't even speak about these subjects. But it's so pertinently obvious to anyone who pays attention. And it is scary. And and, and expansion and humanistic views are certainly the way to progress. And it has to be done. There's no other way. Just like a business, just like you guys said, if you stand still, you die. And uh, it takes a few brave people to to break the matrix. You have to break the dam. And I think... Bravery is so important because it puts a crack in the dam and it shows that if there's people out there brave enough to risk getting canceled, risk lawsuits, risk lawfare, then it's going to inspire bravery amongst the rest of the populace. And it becomes extremely hard to lie to brave people. And, And I think that that's one of the largest pandemics of Earth today is bravery. And when I say bravery, I don't mean that in any kind of negative connotation. Bravery is is being full of love and loving the people around you and sticking up for your community and loving where you live and loving your country. And it's brave to do those things. And it's love. What are the globalist teachers? Children are bad. We're ugly. Humans create you know all this racial division. They want us to hate each other, so we just yeah. give up, roll over, so the globalists can have the future. I would just yeah, like to I say think here, the globalists are, are short-sighted too, because the, the, the thing is that you can't really separate yourself from civilization. So I think those those who are sort of advocating, like like it's re- it's really, it, it, I think it's just logical to be pro-civilization. You don't actually necessarily have to be altruistic. You just have to think long term and say, obviously, you cannot exist in any in any good way without civilization. I mean, just look at watch one episode of Naked and Afraid. And see how much you want to go live in a north and south. Then north and south. Then we're in a very, it's not we're, in a very fun. we're in a a lot of things in there as well that are really really important, and we're going to be breaking that down more. But the, 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 this is really historic. Also, we have Tate saying once they've got robots and drones to enforce this, like you saw in communist China during the lockdowns flying around face-scanning people and reporting them to police that were outdoors and they weren't supposed to. Once you see all that happen, and, and, and the clip I want is the drones on the highway, blocking the highway with banners hanging under it, giving people orders and scanning their license plates and directing who's supposed to pull over to a police checkpoint. Remember that one? I mean, just type in Chinese drones, Chinese police drones, Chinese drones enforce COVID restrictions. It's everywhere. That's the clip I want is daytime. Yeah, there it is. Boom, you got it. 
And that's what they were doing. So that's where the globalists want to take you. And another key point Musk made that is beyond key is that go watch you know, the TV show Naked and Afraid where people are put out for a month in the middle of nowhere. Almost all of them tap out, got to go back, even if they're survivalists or former special forces people. It's not some three-day special forces course. It's a month out in the jungle, a month out in the desert. And people die. So the globalists think they can collapse civilization and only have a few city-states that have technology. All the rest of us are either depopulated or put back into a rural capacity. And you're like, oh, that's Hunger Games. Well, they're not copying Hunger Games. Hunger Games is putting it in a novel form of what the globalists actually admit. They have all the technology. You have nothing. And there's literally floating troop ships of the UN that uh, come in and control your life. That's what Bertrand Russell in the 30s and 40s proposed. Hell, it's in H.G. Wells's Things to Come, his movie and his book. So it's all planned, ladies and gentlemen, and, and they're trying to control the future trajectory of humanity. We have to say no. They can't collapse civilization and then get away with what they've done. It takes massive scale and billions of people, even if you have robots, to keep all this running and all this going. And we have unlimited space with hundreds of millions of galaxies that have been photographed and all these planets around us and all this incredible terraforming power we have. We have to have big goals. We don't even build stuff like the Suez Canal anymore or the Panama Canal. We, we, I mean, where is it? We can do all of this and we have to have goals and we can green the universe. We're not bad. We have sin and the globalists are the most sinful and the worst of us saying they're going to be gods, but first they've got to exterminate us and dominate the planet and then they're going to have the life extension technology and they're going to be the AI gods and they're going to go forward in the universe. That's their mindset. Elon Musk has talked about that. But it's a reality and he's been around them. He's quoted them telling them, we're going to merge the machines. Humanity's over. It's all done. Now you see it at the Davos group, them saying that. Let's let's play clip eight. Vivek Ramaswamy talks hierarchy and obligation. Here it is. I want I want to just respond to Ed actually for a second because again when it comes I want to, I think I think it's good to get a good counter view here. I think that there's two different things going on it. And I know what you're, I know what you're trying to say, but there's a separate point about your obligations, right? So you can, and I believe a lot, everything has been said about the importance of expansionism for humanitarian, for humanity being pro-civilization and expansion pro-human race to win. That's like a separate axis though, from saying, where are your obligations where you are, right? So we talked about procreation and family. Then we talked about the nation. Well, look, I'm, I have two kids. As a father, my moral obligation, I believe, is first and foremost to my family. And then let's say as a president, my moral obligation is to the citizens of the nation that I lead. And then you can worry about hunger in the Congo or whatever else needs to happen in the Darfur or, or in other places. And so I don't think that you're saying necessarily that that life charity begins at home. Charity exactly. And that's home. not saying that that life abroad is any less valuable inherently. And so when you say like the globalist view is that all it's saying is that all life is equal wherever it is on earth. It's not like I think the view, an alternative view is countering that. There's also just a separate place in terms of where you're situated 
where's your obligations, right? As, as, a, as a father, it's to your family. As a president, it's to your country. And just because you believe that's the hierarchy of your obligations means somebody else is a leader of one of those other countries. And that's an obligation that they have too. But By the way, pause this. So I should have prefaced this, and the crew did a great job cutting this all down to play clips, but we probably should have left the intro in. They have some mainstream media reporter go, oh, I thought globalism was about world love. And here in America, we care about Africans and people, and we need a global government to save everybody. And then Ramaswani says, well, we got to take care of ourselves at home first. Charity begins at home. But that's not even what's happening. The globalists prey on the third world, do all these terrible, horrible things, and then say, do it, because we represent not just the third world, but the the, the animals and the bugs and the environment and, and the evil carbon dioxide and the, and the cows that are evil. We've got to be in control of all decisions or the world's going to end or we're going to have nuclear war with Russia. Like they're saying now, give us unlimited money. Let us run things. Don't take us out of office so the Russians are going to nuke us. They're the ones threatening all of that. Now they're all over the news, Mayorkas. Oh, yeah, terrorists are about to strike. The FBI director last week, oh, terrorists are here. You brought them in. Like, yeah, the border's broken. You got to give us a new law to legalize everybody. Uh, That's they're fixing the border. They've just done it by fiat, or the terrorists will hit us. They think we have no memory because they're getting ready for terror attacks, folks, as another October surprise. But we've said, hey, you're going to get the blame for it. So they're like, oh, yeah, we'll get ahead of it and say, we're actually worried about terror and the border's open and we're really concerned. Illegal aliens don't come to New York or Chicago or Austin when they're the ones that told them, come here. When I win the election, Biden said, when I steal the election, he should have said, immediately surge the border. Now he's like, oh, the border's broken. We'll cover it all with Jack Posobiec next hour, but that's what Vivek Ramaswamy was responding to from the reporter about, well, globalism is just traveling the world. Everybody's friends. And I go, no, that's a man of the world or an internationalist. Somebody that's into different countries, different worlds. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about global government. Finish the club. I have two, but that's like a different discussion. Well, the neoliberals, yep. Vivek, the neoliberals, in their own PR, they're the ones doing the worst things on the earth. They just say, oh, we want global government because we want to give Africa's representation. Then they lock them down for three years and starve 30 million of them to death and then organize them to flood us as a, as a political underclass. This is cold-blooded Henry Kissinger, State Department memorandum 200. I mean, it's not black. And I white think it's two though, different right? conversations. But, but what yeah. is black and okay. what, what what I do believe is black and white is. Simply, if you read a history book, you'll see the worst things that humanity have ever done have been done with good intentions. That's what's so bad about evil acts is that people think they're doing the right thing. And that's the most dangerous thing about it. And this idea that they look at all human life as sacred and all the same, I actually disagree. I think the reason they will prioritize people in a third world country, for example, you'll say it's because they see us as equal. I think it's because they see us now as spoilt and annoying. They don't like that we need pensions and living space and healthcare. They simply want slaves in a robot class and they'll do anything it takes to get it and they'll get it from anywhere they can. And when someone comes along and says, well, my intentions are good. I'm not interested in that because you can name any Holocaust or any atrocity in, in history. The people didn't think they were the bad guys. They often thought they were the, the good guys. And I guess the easy way to look at life is you want, you want to be having as many children as possible. You want to pray other people do the same and you want those people to enjoy freedom. And anyone who's coming along restricting speech, restricting access to certain things, restricting movement, restricting, all they're doing is trying to restrict so they can control. And nobody in a history book ever who did that either was the good guy. I think it's very clear to see who's on the right side of history and who isn't. And I advocate freedom for everybody. If I had disagreed with absolutely everything Alex said, I'd still be glad he's back on 
on, on X and these people can't even handle a different opinion. Do you think they're going to allow the people of a different opinion to them to share water or share food or share anything else once they and have And the reason they control? don't want another opinion is they want to misrepresent what Elon Musk or Andrew Tate or Vivek Ramaswamy or any of I'm telling you, they want us silenced so they can lie about what we said. I, I agree that with you there. I think that a lot of the media and a lot of these platforms do want to silence voices because they want their voice to be heard louder. So, yeah, I, I definitely hear you there. Because they're monopoly, man. We're going to go to break. Jack Pasub is coming up. We're going to talk about the serious, dangerous stuff that's happening next hour. Please remember, my new book, The Great Awakening, is going right to number one. It's, all, it's already number one on a bunch of charts. It's important as a message to the globalist, plus it funds this operation. It's twice the length of the last book. It's full of solutions. It's amazing. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next great renaissance. Infowarsstore.com. Get assigned copies of Fundraiser. I thank those that have. I want to ask others that want to keep us on there to do that. That's the action point. Please go to Infowarsstore.com. Get a signed copy or unsigned copy at Infowarsstore.com. Assigned copies like... 30 bucks, $29, a signed copy is 100 and that's what it takes to fight the globalist. We have store-wide free shipping, including on the book, double Patriot points, and X2 selling out but still discounted, Turbo Force, 10 hours clean energy back in stock, so many other great products like Down and Out Sleep Formula, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force. It's up to 60% off. Do your Christmas shopping with us, and we appreciate you. These are great products that work really, really well. If you haven't tried X2 or Turbo Force, you really should. But DNA Force is amazing. They're all amazing. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Our info is powerful. Try our products to all the new listeners and fund the second American Revolution worldwide, 1776 worldwide. I'm Alex Jones. What would you do if there was a tyrannical, totalitarian world government taking over whose plan was to kill 90% of the world population, and they were already beginning to do it. You would rally against it, you would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. That's why I want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support. and want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance. Twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfoWarsTore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over year infowarsstore.com we have turbo force 10 hour clean energy back in stock and a bunch of other great products as well so please visit infowarsstore.com and do your christmas shopping there fund the infowar and get great products all at the same time Jack Masub is coming up in a few minutes to talk about the globalist plan to trigger wider wars, an election, October surprise. Let's play clip one and then Tristan Tate on AJ's reinstatement for the big Elon Musk massive interview yesterday. Here's clip one and two, back to back. This has been the problem since really 2018. And if Trump hadn't, because people need to remember what the internet was like before Trump won the election. It really was when Trump won the election because you had the head of Google Go up there and say on election night at a, in an internal meeting, and Alan Bakari at Breitbart has the video on this, said, we will not let this happen again. Big Tech said, we will not let a populist uprising 
take over and put a candidate in office, right? Left or right, they said they will choose from now on. And that's when the censorship industrial complex began. So prior to Alex Jones's just really public execution in terms of the digital square, it was a digital public execution that we saw. Prior to that, the idea that people were being suspended on Twitter, you know, Twitter 1.0, or even Facebook or YouTube or any of these things, it was ridiculous. You, ha- you had to either you know, really, you know, seriously violate terms of service, uh, death threats, doxing. That was pretty much it. That was pretty much the only thing, or like actually hacking the system was the only thing that get you out. But when they did that to Alex Jones, it fundamentally changed the way that we operate on social media and the way that we share information. And up until the point of Elon Musk purchasing uh, Twitter and transforming it now into X, we have not had the ability to freely share information. And that's why in the past year, it's basically been about a year and change since he purchased it. That's why you've suddenly started to see people, and not even just on X, but out in the real world, out in normal conversations, we're finally starting to move past that point of intense censorship, where if you've lived in any country that has an authoritarian regime, you know that the censorship isn't external, it's internal. So it's internal, it's in your mind, you know you're not allowed to hold certain opinions, you know you're allowed to say certain things, and so you censor yourself before you speak. And so Alex... I I just commend you for being able to always walk through these things, to never stop fighting. And then, you know, really just you have to look at Elon Musk and say thank you for what he has done. Again, I literally don't say this to sound like I love everybody and I'm this gracious guy. This is not about me. It's about all of us. But once you get censored and once people are scared to defend you, they can lie about you. They can attack you. They can demonize you. But more importantly, I was then used as a tool to scare everybody else and say, look what we did to Alex Jones. You better behave yourself or will Alex Jones you? We've got Tristan on stage. Uh, Tristan, uh, we've got Alex Jones back on X. Would love your thoughts on your experience getting censored and congratulations on finally being able to walk free. Uh, my, my quick thoughts on, on Alex Jones um, being reinstated to X. Uh, to be fair, today has been the happiest day of my life this year. And that includes my release from prison. I feel like Alex Jones is the canary in the coal mine. As he said, he was the guy who they canceled first. They hit first. And he actually set an example, I think, for all of us guys, myself, my brother included, because I have platforms like Rumble to fall back on. X obviously reinstated me the moment Elon bought it. But Alex Jones was fighting in the fucking trenches, pardon my French, for years and years and years by himself, Infowars.com, with, you know, me and his loyal fans and, you know, people tuning in and supporting him. And, you know, the fact that he's now made it through the fire and he's back on X is, is a massive, massive moment, I think, for the, for the movement of, of everybody who believes in what, what I think we all believe. And, you know, as I said, we could disagree on certain issues, but basics like the democratically elected leaders of countries need to lead the countries basic shit like this i mean alex jones is is a real voice for truth a voice for reason a voice for what's right a voice against evil and i'm just absolutely ecstatic that he's back i i can't wipe the smile off my face thank you tristan love you all right we've got jack posobic here and i just thought of this because any listener knows this happened but i, I want to show it to you the last time he was on and all over his show, the last six months, he's been pre- predicting what's happening now. They're going to try to go to full war with Russia as the October surprise. Now it's official. Zelensky's about to address the U.S. military. So as good as things are in the Great Awakening, they're planning to take us to war. 
If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, former Navy intelligence officer, great journalist, good friend of mine, known him now like eight years, Jack Posobiec, at Jack Posobiec on X, was instrumental behind the scenes getting me back on there. Really appreciate him. Be one of the few people out there that actually defended me uh, when the deplatforming happened. Uh, he did it. Stephen Crowder did it. Uh, Tucker Carlson said it was wrong. Joe Rogan said it was wrong. But so many other conservatives or populists just, just didn't even defend me. Some said it should happen. I knew it was about to happen to everybody, but that's not why Jack Posobiec is joining us. We'll get to it later in the hour. For the huge Elon Musk interview that he and I had, uh, we were all interviewing each other yesterday. It was epic. It's gone viral, 50 million views or more. I mean, it's just insane. Uh, and that space is on X. We have millions and millions of extra people tuning in right now. The servers are all at max. They're trying to scale them up right now. I don't want to exaggerate, but the number I saw about an hour ago was uh, at least 15 million people tuned in just on our system. So this place is red hot right now. So we've had some issues uh, just, just, just with the amount of audience tuning in. But I, I, I wanted him on about this, and I didn't tell the crew. So later we're going to play this on X when it's not live, and it will be there. Because starting about six months ago, I was saying this, but Jack really with his military and intelligence background nailed it the best I've seen other than Steve Bannon. Steve's saying it too, that they're going to launch a wider war with Russia as the October surprise. And that as Russia wins that war, proxy war with NATO, look for that. Well, since then, Biden came out. And I'm going to find those clips. So when we put this on X, we'll have it up front. You know, Jack predicting it six months ago, two months ago, a month ago. But we'll just get one of the latest to put it up there. So people really respect that. You know, he's telling us now what's happening, but he told us six months ago. And I wish this wasn't the case. They have a lot of different scenarios, a new virus, terror attacks, uh, cyber attack. And they've been pre-programming that in the media, too. So they've got those things ready, too. They like the virus idea, new lockdowns, because they can, you know, try to do the... Uh, same thing that they did in 2020 again. But now they're pre-programming a hundred times the other propaganda that they were getting warmed up and prepared to roll out. You have the Secretary of Defense. You have the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Uh, you have a Puppet Biden. You have the Secretary of State. You have Zelensky traveling around now about to address the U.S. military, getting them ready to go in and fight Russia. A foreign leader, a cokehead, gay prostitute, Nothing against gay people, but come on, folks. He's totally, he plays the piano with his penis on TV, wears high heels and simulates sex with men on TV. I mean, he's totally compromised. And he's now going to address our military like he's Winston Churchill or something. Churchill didn't address our military. He addressed Congress. So they are really getting ready for this, and this is their big play. It's horrific. It's hard to believe. I wish it wasn't the case. Here's a short clip of Biden a week and a half ago. Well, we've committed as a NATO member that we defend every inch of NATO territory. Then we'll have something that we don't seek and that we don't have today. American troops fighting Russian troops. American troops fighting Russian troops if he moves into other parts of NATO. All right. Then Tucker Carlson talked to members of Congress that were in a closed-door meeting last week. This was later confirmed. Uh, even the New York Times talked to folks. And, and, and Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, said... Your sons and daughters will be fighting and dying within months in Russia. I'm paraphrasing it, but that's the quote. If we don't give them the $106 billion. And, and, and he's going to attack NATO. Since then, we have, again, the Secretary of State, 
All of them saying it, and now Zelensky's running around like a chicken with his head cut off saying it. It's preposterous if you know what's going on. It's insanely dangerous. And there's one thing that tyrants use to stay in power that's their number one go-to. There's a lot of things, but it's their number one go-to, and that's war. So Jack Posobiec, one of the smartest people out there. Jack, you called it. We don't have the clip because it's not the crew's fault. I just thought of it 10 seconds before you came on. We're going to get it probably while you're on the next 45 minutes. But regardless, when this goes on X this afternoon, it's up front. You nailed it. You called it even better than I, Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon. We were saying that was a concern, but you you walked through it and described how they'd roll it out. And the hair on the back of my neck this weekend, when it went from Biden to the Secretary of State to the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs to the to all of them, word for word, what you said, did you get intel or from your deep understanding? How did you nail this? Talk about 4D chess. You nailed it. Because even I wouldn't think full direct war with Russia and threatening U.S. troops fighting Russia, that is World War III, folks. I wouldn't think they'd even be that bold. How the hell did you come up with that? Look, Alex, it's great to be back here on InfoWars. If I remember correctly, we did that. It was right about the end of September when I last uh, came on here and I made that prediction. And as I say, it wasn't just a prediction. That was based on things that I'm hearing because, look, I served in the U.S. military, served in the intelligence community. I still know people that serve in the intelligence community. People reach out to me, and every day we put the stories up, humanevents.com. We've got the stories up 2 p.m. Eastern every day on the Human Events show. But, but Alex, when I came on here, because this, this is not just a story. This is not just something that I'm looking for credit. This is something that we need to prevent. This is something that we need. And when you and I spoke to Elon Musk, uh, recently, we know that he has thought about this and spoken out against this. As By the way, well. let me just interrupt so you. Then I'm going to shut up and skip the break. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to skip the break. I'm going to give you the floor in the next 15 minutes. I'm going to shut up. But it, exactly, this is not about credit. The reason I came on here and built this up is you called it. People better listen to you now because it's actually happening now. Sorry, go ahead. No, Alex, I want to be wrong. I would love, I would love to be debunked. I would love to be proven completely wrong on this, and I will wear egg on my sleeve for the rest of my life. Because I don't want this to happen. I don't want my two little boys to be sent over to have to fight Russia or any, anywhere in the world to go up against this. This would be the end of our world as we know it. But, but Alex, when I talk to people in the intel community, when I talk to people in there, they tell me all the time. They say, no, Russia is just this backwards power. Russia, we don't have to worry about them. They think it's like the 1990s still and the U.S. can go in. Look. This is not Iraq. This is not Libya. This, these are not, you know, the you know, the sand magicians that we can just go in and start ground pounding all over. This is a serious military. They have the largest nuclear arsenal on the planet. They're signing deals. They're now signing a military agreement with Iran, by the way. So they're going to be uh, backfilling and they selling. They have dozens of Russian submarines off our coast full of nuclear weapons. Submarines, all of it. They've got all of it, full cyber capabilities, space capabilities. And so for us to go and look at this country and treat them as if they're some uh, backwater podunk that we can just push around, I think that the people in our military and the highest levels, whether it be Lloyd Austin, whether it be the people in the White House, and by the way, I do have people in the White House who reach out to me and talk about these things. And Joe Biden honestly believes, when Joe Biden came out there and said Russia has already lost, he honestly believes these things because this is what the people are telling him. They're not being honest with him. They're not being honest with the American people. He doesn't know where he is. And people like Victoria Newland, people like Tony Blinken, people like Jake Sullivan, 
Alex, they are demented. They believe that if we continue to ratchet up and escalate the pressure on Russia, they think that they can achieve regime change because that is their ultimate goal. It's always been their ultimate goal is regime change in Russia by either uh, killing Putin, by killing his inner circle, getting rid of them. That has been their goal for almost 20 years at this point. And every move they've made has been in furtherance of that. That's why they went after Maidan. That's why they knocked off the Ukraine government in the first place. That's why they pushed NATO in. That's why they've done all of these things. And so Zelensky, he's coming here now to the U.S. military. And Alex, he's going to tell them, he said, you're going in because this is the war for freedom, the war for democracy. You know what? I was in there. I was still in the intelligence community. I had friends that were on the USS Kearsarge when the bombing of Libya started. You know what they said to them, Alex? They said, this is about liberty. This is about freedom. This is about democracy. We got to go in. Gaddafi's killing his own people. Gaddafi's about to gas his own people. We've got to liberate Libya. And that's why the invasion happened. That was under Hillary. That was under Obama. And we're still living under that same foreign policy junta that is running our government right now because they're propping up Joe Biden like a stick. And they are willing, they are willing and fully capable now of escalating this war to the point where they will wait for an incident or if they they were bearing an incident themselves, they will create an incident like they took out Nord Stream 2, like they've been going after these Baltic connectors and these other pipelines in the area. And they will wait for something and say, Russia has struck first and now it is our turn to strike back. Or Zelensky, like he did last year, will shoot two missiles at Poland, and, he, and Poland shot them down, so they got the Russia. tail numbers, and they immediately said, no, it's not the Russians, you shot them at us, even though there was no action in the area. And Zelensky said, no, Russia did it, we should go to full war with Russia. And Zelensky Sean- already tried this. Zelensky already tried this once with Poland. And by the way, Zelensky, even after the polls came out and said, no, we're pretty sure these are Ukrainian, Zelensky has never even once admitted it. He's never even once come out and apologized to the Polish people or those two farmers that were killed over that situation. And now he's coming here to the United States and he's coming to address our military, telling them why we should go over and specifically they should go over to fight and die to go up against Russian artillery, to go up against the Russian military. By the way, I don't know if anybody's noticed we're in the middle of a winter right now. So it's a white winter right now on the battlefield in Ukraine. Zelensky's coming over here. Alex, it's not out of military necessity. It's not out of geopolitical necessity. You have to understand this is all political necessity for them. For the regime that we have in the United States, this is about their political survival. And I said this on War Room again. I'll say this now. Vladimir Zelensky is a dead man walking because if he knows that if he can't get full support of the United States while he's here, that's why he's down in Argentina and he's yelling at Orban. They get, they created this entire domestic dispute down there. If he can't get the full support and backing of the United States government, he's trying to get the Republicans to drop the border spending that they say they need to put in the bill before they'll put any aid up for Ukraine. He's trying to get Republicans to drop that or else there'll be no more aid for Ukraine. Because he knows that if he goes back there and can't secure it, he's done. They're either going to take him out by impeachment or they're going to use the Azov Battalion to go and pay him a little visit. So this is a, this is a guy who's getting increasingly desperate. Uh, he looks, and you've seen him in these videos, he looks like he's on drugs. He constantly looks like he's on drugs, and he's looked like that for a very long time. He's getting more desperate. He's getting more absolutely deranged, and he's more willing to order people into their deaths like he did in Bakhmut. And that's why the generals, even the Ukrainian generals, right? And Ukrainian 
Ukrainian soldiers are no joke. The Ukrainian generals were saying... I want to try to blame him and remove him, but instead Biden, because I guess he's got so much blackmail on him and Hunter, uh, is saying, no, we're going to go ahead and just go to full war. What is the political calculus, and, and, and how would they slide us into that with a false flag or some other event? And what do you think Biden's handlers are thinking? Because this is the most reckless thing I've ever heard of. I'll throw it out there, Alex. Why not? And we we talked about this yesterday with President Trump and Tucker's talked about this uh, of President Trump's potential assassination. We've seen the Washington Post and others try to normalize the assassination of President Trump, uh, essentially by calling him the next Caesar, calling him a dictator, calling him an autocrat, the same way they were doing it with that Shakespeare in the play up in 2017, Shakespeare in the Park that uh, that I went with uh, with Laura Loomer and we went and crashed that party all those years ago. It's the exact same play. Alex, there's one last use that they have for Zelensky. There's one last use because he, they tried to turn him into a hero. That's run its course. That's now expired. But there's one last use that they have for Zelensky. And the play would be to turn him into a martyr. And I hope for his sake and for his family's sake that he say, sees that. And I'll say what I said earlier to Bannon. Zelensky, if you're here in the U.S., if you're in the United States, if you're in Washington, D.C., you're right down the street from me here. Don't go and worry about the U.S. military. March yourself into Speaker Johnson's office and come clean. Come clean on the Biden crime family. Come clean on Burisma. Come clean on Hillary Clinton. Come clean on everything that the Clinton Foundation was. Remember, the number one source of funds for the Clinton Foundation was always Ukrainian oligarchs. So Zelensky will give you immunity. We'll give you the witness protection. We'll give you a nice tracksuit. We'll give you a nice place down Brighton Beach, Sunny Isle, wherever you want to go. It's time to come clean, defect and come clean to the people of the world and lay bare the crimes of the globalists. And because you know them and deep down, you know that they used you and they exploited you. They've killed the flower of the Ukrainian youth. Go out a hero. I agree, Jack. Let me ask you this. Was that him attempting to do this three weeks ago when he begged for a meeting with Trump face to face? It may have been. It very well may have been. But I think at this point, he knows that if he goes to Trump, right, if he goes to Trump and he goes down there to Mar-a-Lago and he tries to get Trump on board with the war, which what he said he was doing, that Trump's not going to hear it because Trump's not a pro-war guy and Trump has never been a pro-war guy. The same way that, Alex, you have not been a pro-war guy for 30 years. You've been calling for peace on this program for all the lies that they tell about you. This is actually the most pro-peace platform in the entire world or certainly one of the largest. And they never want to admit it, that everything that you've talked about, everything that Trump's done, everything that the MAGA world peace movement has done has been in furtherance of peace because we want actual progress for humanity we want actual progress for civilization and by fomenting these wars here on this planet by fomenting conflict by using that hegelian context that hegelian uh uh, the Hegelian dialectic to pit us against each other to in furtherance of the regime's ends this has been what they are for and so you need to use all the power that you have on your hand to smash the regime to ensure stability of your civilization. And that means on the large scale, in terms of global civilization, in terms of our geopolitics, on the small scale, in terms of your towns, in terms of your villages, in terms of immigration, we need stability if we are going to have civilizational progress. That's the difference between us and the globalists. I totally agree. You're a very busy man. You've been with us uh, already for about 20 minutes. We're going to come back from break here, uh, but we're still five minutes out of the first break. Big picture, our big discussion, you and I, for two-plus hours, Elon Musk yesterday, huge viral thing, the same discussion. I interrupted you when you first came on, tying Elon Musk into this thing. He wants peace. 
ring the same alarm bells. Talk about that, and, and, and is that really the answer, having a bipartisan, peaceful uprising well, and saying, we don't want war, and taking the keys away from Lloyd Austin and Biden. They're in there, they're in control, they're delusional, they're taking us to the edge of oblivion. How do we peacefully stop these maniacs? Look, Alex, the, the, the key here, right, the key here is that, and, and you saw us with President Trump on Saturday night there, the gathering of the political forces at the New York Gala. That was the very room, by the way, where uh, where Hillary declared Trump supporters to be deplorables. Now, we took the room over. President Trump addressed all of his top political generals and political lieutenants were all gathered like Alexander and the Macedonians before the invasion of the Persian Empire. But Alex, the, the key here is you can say you're a humanist and you can say you are pro-humanity, and that's what Elon does. But I would, I would point out the issue here is that that's exactly the language of the left and the left uses that and they but there we know that they are anti-human they say they are for humanity while they go up and look davos starts here in about a month in switzerland the world economic forum schwab will go up there and he'll say we're doing this for the furtherance of humanity that's why they're rolling out transhumanism that's why they're doing the chimera hybrid but all they do is tell us humanity needs to be depopulated and gotten rid of so how how do we take back control to the team human narrative we need to declare we need to understand that this has to be done through the lens of stabilization our job is to stabilize these civilizations to stabilize the way forward. So you you cut against the, their language. There's a there's the language that brings in the jihadis. There's the language that floods our world with third world migrants, floods our countries, floods our cities with crime, rape, et cetera, et cetera, and homelessness. We need to stop all of that. Number one, and be willing, by the way, to take the attacks and then come together. And look, Alex, you see the attacks that have gone on. I think that video we did or that 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 podcast we did is now up to over 10 million views on. We had Elon, we had yourself, Ramaswamy comes in. The the key piece that unites everyone on there is wanting the actual progress of the human race. And in order to do that, in order to do that, number one, we have to find the like-minded individuals. But then you also saw... There was that guy, uh, Jason Kakanis, who came on and started saying, oh, you can't talk to Alex Jones. Alex Jones said some very bad things, and he tried to put you th- – and Alex, he knew that you had already answered those questions. He knew that they had asked you questions about past controversies, and he wasn't trying to act in good faith. He was trying to put you in a struggle session. And that's why it was so key. If you notice, I jumped in on him and I said, Alex already answered the question. And then Elon backed backed me up and said, yeah, he did already answer this question. He answered it in full. You're not trying to seek truth. You are trying to seek power. So the real goal here, Alex, we need to identify, further identify the gatekeepers and the narrative controllers who are trying to keep a control of the narrative me- about who you are, about who I am. These are the people that we need to start targeting. And then if they, when they start acting that way, you, you slap them down. You slap them down immediately. Absolutely. We were talking about stopping World War III, stopping the cutting off of food and resources. And this guy wants to bring up something out of context I never even said. And, and, and of course, you guys did you know, point that out. But, but you talk about stabilization. Absolutely. They, they claim they're pro-human, but they tell us humans are bad. We've got to get rid of the humans. It's, it's a post-human world. You've all know Harari, all of them. You're right. The globalists want a great reset to build on our ashes. They are admittedly, with Extinction Rebellion, everything they're doing, destabilizing us. And so how do we, before we go to break in one minute, define who we are? Pro-human, stabilization, pro-peace, people that want prosperity, and to stop the social engineers, woke BlackRock cult. I mean, how would you put that in a, one minute? 
No, we are for the expanse and the advance of the human race. We want to colonize the stars. We want to expand ourselves into a multi-planetary civilization, but they want to invade the Middle East. They want to spend trillions of dollars to upload themselves into the Matrix mainframe. They want to turn us all into cyborgs and chimeras and all of these different things. And more importantly, they want to subjugate us. We want to free all people. This is how we take this planet and we take our civilization and we move to the next level. And we used to talk this way and the movies used to be this way and everything used to be positive and forward looking until George W. Bush in the 1990s came around and they turned everything inward, the first rise of political correctness. That's the point. The point is you are constantly looking to the past. We are looking to the future. That's right. We're about the future. The globalists are about feudalism and slavery. We'll be back to talk about team humanity and what that means with Jack Posobiec. Straight ahead, I'm Alex Jones, InfoWars.com. When I say this, I mean it from the very bottom of my heart. I want to say thank you to all the viewers and listeners for supporting the broadcast over the years. We together have changed the world at an incredible level. And I want to salute the crew as well and all of our sponsors and supporters. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, the fight has really been joined with the globalist. And as we go into 2024, the most important election in world history, it is now more important than ever to get around the censors and override the globalists. So keep spreading the word about the broadcast. Keep sharing the articles and videos. Keep praying for the broadcast and our reporters and the crew. And shop at InfoWarsStore.com, where for Christmas, we have the biggest sales of the year, double Patriot points, store-wide free shipping, up to 60% off on products like BrainForce Plus, BrainForce Ultra, TurboForce is back in stock, X2 is back in stock, Vaso Beats is back in stock. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, it's all there. My new book, The Great Awakening. Do your Christmas shopping there. Get great products and fund the InfoWar. Thank you. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The globalist's worst nightmare and the patriot's best friend, Alex Jones. While the globalists and all their mercenary minions lie to you about what's happening now, we tell you the truth about what's coming next. Well, I got to tell you, what Jack Posobiec said in the last 25 minutes of airtime should be seen by everybody in the world. It should be seen by the people in the government, all the rest of them. Because everything they do is failing, but they keep doubling down, and now all they've got left is, we'll go to full war with Russia, and your sons and daughters will be dying within two months if you don't give us another $106 million, because Russia's going to invade NATO countries. Those are nuclear powers. That's not going to happen. The West started a war with Russia nine years ago. That's all on record. Zbigniew so Brzezinski bragged about it before he died. So as all the usual suspects like George Soros on CNN. So Jack, you lay out the fact that just like Napoleon went to Russia to die and Hitler went there to fail, it's the same story over and over again. Anybody that does even a cursory examination, Russia has too much land. It's not expansionary. It's in a stabilization mode. They're saying have more children. So is Elon Musk. Even Kim Jong-un is saying that. And then we see the globalists cutting off our energy, cutting off our power, not letting us have new oil fields in the Gulf, but buying oil from Venezuela. The globalists are in control of this country still, but they can't help but run it the ground as they try to use it to take over the rest of the world. I mean, they, they, they really are anti-human. They really are 
out of control. And and so I want to segue into Trump. You already mentioned this, but but you know. Well, Alex, mm-hmm. there, there's there, there, actually just if I could comment on what you just said there, it's it's very simple. The devil cannot create. The devil can only destroy. Demons can only pervert. They cannot create on their own. They cannot create good. They can only take, they cannot create evil. They can only take what is good and turn it evil. They can decay it. This is what you see because there is a deeper level than the deep state. There's a deeper level than the globalists. And this is the spiritual level that we're looking at. And the people that are behind that level understand that the surest way to lead to global annihilation and global Armageddon is to pit the two world superpowers, the two nuclear superpowers against each other. Remember, they tried for how many years, almost 80 years throughout the entire Cold War to start nuclear Armageddon in this world. They failed because cooler heads did actually prevail during that time. Now, look at it again. They're trying to run the same exact play because they know if Russia and the United States go to blows, that is the end of humanity. That is the end of this project. And if you don't think that that is involved in a spiritual element, then you don't understand what's going on. You have Lucifer on one side and the sword of St. Michael on the other because God wrote the story of this, but he didn't write the date. The future isn't written. The future of Armageddon, the future of the coming of the Antichrist, it isn't written in terms of the date. We know it will take place. We know it will come. But that is what these people have been trying for the longest time now, centuries at this point, to bring this about. And so if you want to talk about what it is that we are for, right, and I understand that that Elon Musk doesn't necessarily consider himself a spiritual individual. We understand that he doesn't, you know, and, and I do kind of think just listening to that, that show that we did yesterday, the one piece of it that I would personally say was missing is that he didn't get into the higher spiritual dimensions of that, which it is that we are going through right now, because you could tell Alex, we were all searching for the word for it. And I would say the word is right there. We are on the side of spiritual righteousness and they are on the side of the demons. They are on the side of the demonic. So we are, 11 months, even less than 11 months out from this election. What do you expect the deep state to pull next? I would just imagine that almost all of them that aren't consciously into satanic energy and mass death would would want to blow the whistle, would want to go public, would want to say no. I, I know our military, when they get addressed by Zelensky, uh, they're almost to a man and woman unless they're the top brass against this war. So, so what do you expect to come out of this? And I want to get more into the Elon Musk free speech, where you see X going, how you see the establishment striking back there? Look, you see that same satanic energy, Alex. That's what drives them. That's what drives their movement. That's why they're for the mutilation of children. That's why they're for the corruption of children. What more do you need to understand that these people are in concert with the demonic? What more do you need? Alex, I'm talking about mass chaos. I'm talking about if you think 2020 If you thought 2020 was chaotic, you haven't seen anything. They will unleash mass chaos. The things that we're talking about here, when I talk about Russia and the United States going to war and going to blows, I'm talking about no less than World War III. And they will assassinate anyone that they think they have to assassinate, whether it be Zelensky, whether it be Donald Trump, whether it be both of them, whether it be even Joe Biden, as I know you mentioned on Tucker. Why not? Because from from Washington Post to Alex Jones to Tucker Carlson, there's there's something in the air. 
there's something in the air right now where people feel, and we've seen some of these low level, but increasingly higher level assassinations within Ukraine. That's where the energy is at its locus point right now is in Ukraine. And now Zelensky is bringing that energy to the United States. And that is the energy of death. That is the energy of destruction. You can look at those demographic charts in Ukraine. An entire generation of people has been wiped out there in a demographic death spiral the for their entire country. And those people who fled, they're not coming back. And they're increasing it, and they want to bring it here. And by the way, I'm not saying this is a Nazi conspiracy, but if you look at Ukraine, where the Nazis were operating, and then after World War II, it was one of the main bases, and you look at the deputy yeah. prime minister uh, in Canada, uh, sh- sh- her family are, quote, refugees from the, from the Nazi occupation, pro-Nazi in Canada. Then they had the former SS officer that actually carried out exterminations of Jews for real, getting a standing ovation with Zelensky. There's a very sick, evil undercurrent. We know they had Ukrainian operatives at January 6th. We know they're, uh, we've had Ukrainian uh, hit teams that are well-known saying, we're going to get Jack Posobiec next. I've had them come on uh, you know, our site and, and, and publicly say on Twitter, they're going to get me next. So just like the CIA used Cubans as a cutout to be part of the Kennedy assassination, you're saying it looks like they may use Ukrainians uh, somehow in this mix as well. well. The CIA was working with these leave-behind groups. This is Operation Gladio. Um, you know, obviously we know about Operation Northwoods, but Operation Gladio, which was taking place in the in Europe, particularly behind the Iron Curtain as much as possible. These were all the leave behind groups working with the Nazi intelligence network that had been left behind. Yeah, all the and CIA yes, had Alex, was the Nazis were that were all left behind. The SS network. Yeah. These were all the Nazis. Operation Paperclip comes over and then they have the Nazi officers that had their networks behind enemy lines in what which became enemy lines in the Cold War. Right. Remember, because it switches, they switch very quickly. You know, we have to crush the Nazis, crush the Nazis, crush the Nazis. World War Two ends. All right. Now we have to crush the Soviets. Crush the, now the Soviets become the ultimate evil. The war is the point. The point of the war is not to win. The point of the war is to make the war continuous to continue the war. So immediately Russia goes from being our ally to now Russia is the ultimate enemy enemy. We have to crush them, we have to defeat them. And so the Nazis then became our partners with Operation Paperclip. Then you have NASA, then with von Braun, of course, and then you have this the origins of the OSS and the CIA were always based on the Nazi network within Europe. And those same SS units that were on the ground, and I'm not talking about the ethnic German SS units, I'm talking about the units of the collaborators in places like Ukraine, uh, in Eastern Galicia, which was Stepan Bandera. Well, that's the guy that got the standing ovation was the Ukrainian Nazi. Yes, yes. Then the Ukrainian Nazi up in Canada was one of these guys. So he was one of the leave behinds that he's retired and he was given his peace because he went and did his work and then they brought him back to Canada. And that was his reward for working for them. And that was part of paperclip again and again and again. And so the you have to understand that when the CIA was created and was created along these lines after the war, something very dark and sinister was injected into the the American Republic and the American system that was never part of the founders vision that was never supposed to be part of what we are and who we are as a people. And it began to fundamentally change our country and by the way, Jack, in the aftermath of two. What you're saying is beautiful history for anybody tuned in. It's all hundred percent true. So let me add to that. So you have a few years after world war two, they already started meeting with what was left of the Nazis Klaus Schwab's father, grandfather, uh, Prince Bernhard, who'd been a Nazi at the first, uh, 
was the founder of it. And that was a merger with the British Empire, the American Empire, and what was left of the Nazi Empire. They had the equivalent of trillions, the Nazis did, hidden in U.S. banks, the Bushes. Uh, Prescott was the final lawyer that controlled that when his bosses got arrested. We had the McCormick-Dickstein Committee hearings. So just like the Nazis brought their stolen wealth into the CIA with the National Security Act in 1947, and people like Klaus Barbie and others were actually put in as you know, uh, shadow section leaders of the CIA in Latin America and other areas. It wasn't that it was a Nazi conspiracy. It was that the, the U.S. absorbed the Nazis and their networks yes. for the Cold yes. War, but then the Nazis kept running their own operations through Klaus Schwab and then through his main protege, who's the deputy prime minister, who's an admitted interfamily Nazis. And so people need to understand, this isn't like Nazis in World War II were hunting down. This is the money and the power and the stolen loot parlayed into our systems. Here's another example. The Trotskyites. Stalin tries to kill Trotsky. He flees. He flees to Mexico. He sets up a network in the U.S. This is in the New York Times, folks. They don't debate this. They found the neocons in the 50s and 60s because they want to try to take over American politics, but they say, we'll do it as right-wingers. So there's all these highly motivated specters, basically, the Nazi stay-behind groups, the, the, uh, the, the, the people kicked out by Stalin, contending groups. You have the neocons over here run by the Trotskyites on record, and then you've got these weird Nazi uh, groups allied with the Bushes, and, and that's and all people mainline need to understand history. That it's not... It's it's not necessarily ideological that we're talking about here. Yeah, we're they're just battling for the leverage. They're battling networks. for levers. They're battling for power. They have mass wealth, um, whether it came from World War II, whether it came from confiscating it from the masses in Russia. That's not the point. The point is this is we're outlining the battlefield of what's going on, not at the not in the underworld level, right? Or the liminal world level that we can see. We're talking about understand that those ties to Nord Stream Two and how this all became this massive energy fight within Europe. That's why Nord Stream Two was taken out, because that was the leverage point where they were starting to see Russia come closer in with Germany and they were trying to blow that up because they knew if they blew that up then they could maintain more control over the continent. I agree. Let me just throw in another subgroup here. You then obviously have Jews and the diaspora and, and all over and they tend to be liberal because you know they want to quote protect groups. So that's another group. You've got, you know, the 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 the, the, the British royalty that's manipulating all these groups. You know, the, the, all these groups, you know, the communist Chinese, then you've got other groups that are battling them. But talk about the good old boys. And a good old boy just means somebody from the South who cares about the community and things. I can tell you, having a family that's been involved in all this stuff and seen it, and I mean, it goes on. I never even get into it because it's just too fantastical. But it's World War II, all that stuff, back to Texas founding, back to the beginning of the country. Literally, the people in my family are, we want to produce wealth and expansion for everybody and have an open, free society. Not the, the, the counterfeit that, that uh, Soros has, but, but literally, we want to be Christian and upstanding and have an expanding civilization, and we just want to be good guardians of that. And I'm not saying, you know, quote, what they call a good old boy that the left attacks is perfect. It's certainly got its problems. But that idea is what was left of the original 13 colonies that were north and south then. That idea of the, of the American aristocrat that wasn't trying to rule but was actually trying to empower the general public, that threatens globalism, well, and, and that's is, why the globalists want to get rid of that Americana idea that they now see Trump representing as the ultimate good old boy who is actually out for everybody, and it's good old boy. 
Because Alex, it's it's very clear, and and just as you say, these these classes, you know, some of them might be more ethnic, some of them may not. But just like the CCP doesn't represent all Chinese people, right? We're talking about the ruling elite. We're talking about specific individuals. In this way, you can look at the American Revolution. We call it the War of Independence. But what was it independence from? It was from the international ruling system of the time, which was the British Empire. This was the international system, and the United States was not set up to be an empire. The United States was set up to be a free nation state. And so if you have a world of free nation states because the founders understood that these great global systems and global empires, they'll always break, that won't work, it's not going to be stable. Uh, they said you're going to have instability through this and it's always – remember, they lived through periods of intense wars. The competition between the French Empire and the and British Empire. And that's what Empire, George Washington uh, – Napoleon. Is George Washington not the original good old boy? They wanted to be king. He wouldn't be. He went back to his farm. He refused the crown. He refused the crown. When Washington refused the crown, it set forward a new threat to all of these globalists. You could call it the globalists of the past. And it set forward a new threat to them who said, I will not be an empire. This will not be a global empire. We will be a nation state. We will have influence in our area. But we exist for the betterment of humanity and the betterment of our citizens. And that's the revolution. That is the greatest threat. That is the greatest threat to these people. And it's been the greatest threat to them for nearly 300 years now. And we just, is the best interview ever. If, if people just watch this, this hour, we've really, and they all know this, this is all in the PhD history books. This is the American system that threatened all the other empires. And now they've partially seized America to build this new globalist empire. We have to reject it. And America will be more prosperous and more powerful than it's ever been. We've lost our soft power because we've left George Washington and embraced people like the current idiot. Alex, I got to run because actually I just look at the time. My show is starting in about 10 minutes over human events. If anyone wants to check that out. But this has been incredible. I'm so glad that you have made it back to X. I'm glad that Elon made the choice. Um, happy yeah, give to, us 60 you know, seconds small, on how big that interview was. That. 60 seconds uh, on that. Happy to play a small role in that. But the fact that we have someone now and, and you know, people say, what do you think about Elon Musk? I, say, I don't trust him completely. All right. I don't trust him completely. But as you said on the show, Alex, trust a tree by its fruits. Know a tree by its fruits. And we've seen the expansion of freedom. We've seen the expansion of our freedom of thought because you cannot have freedom of action until you have freedom of thought. And you do not have freedom of thought unless you have freedom of speech, which is the positive expression of the freedom of thought. Because when I talk to my wife, Tanya Tay, and her family members that grew up for the Soviet Union, they do not have freedom of thought. They did not have freedom of thought back then. Because if you said the wrong thing, if you said the wrong opinion and someone overheard you, guess what? You got disappeared. Nobody heard from you ever again. And so what do you do? You shut up. The real censorship, Alex, is not the censorship externally. It is the censorship internally. And that's what I said on the show. And that's what we're fighting against now. That's right. The information war that's on for your mind, as you called it, Alex, 30 years ago. And we over at Human Events and humanevents.com, we're just happy to be able to do our part as well. And in closing, if the Russians were taking my rights or trying to censor me or, or saying the American right wing needs to be put in FEMA camps like they're officially saying, I would be a Russophobe and ready for war. They're not. The globalists, the stay-behind networks, the detritus that was left over from World War II ran and hid here and infected us, and it's time to remove this crap and move on from World War II to the next age of human exploration. Jack Posobiec is on in about eight minutes. How do people find your show again? Yeah, find me. It's Human Events. HumanEvents.com will be at America Fest this weekend in Phoenix, Arizona, Maricopa County. This will be the gathering of the Macedonians going in 
two with the greatest fight for American liberty 2024. Alex, God bless. And if I don't see you, man, Merry Christmas. You too, brother. Wow. Well, Jack Posobiec, I've known him eight years, was always good. He is about as good as it gets now. That guy knows what he's talking about. It's so good to talk to somebody that's read hundreds of history books and actually knows all this. Because, I mean, new listeners are people that are liberals are tuning in who always say, we're so smart. Liberals are smart. You're all dumb. And you actually talk to a liberal, even a PhD, and you'll be like, yeah, well, this is kind of a repeat of Waterloo and the pincer attack, and they just look at you like you're trying to show off. Or you'll explain to them Operation Gladio or Operation Ajax or you know any of this, and they just don't even know what you're talking about. They think you're trying to show off to them. I didn't read all this stuff because I wanted to show off. I read about it because it was interesting, and I wanted to understand it more. And I heard my parents talking about all this and my family all talking about it. And I, I thought everybody was like this. I thought everybody's family knew about ICBM, MERV technology, and Werner von Braun, uh, you know, space station plans, and, uh, and, and, and all of that. I thought, I thought that's what everybody talked about. And then I was growing up, and people thought, man, you know, people like me, but people were saying, well, you're like a jock that reads books, and you're, you know, sitting there at the dinner table at your girlfriend's house, and the dad sells insurance, and the dad thinks you're a weirdo because you know about his insurance and actuaries and how insurance works when you're 15 years old. I mean, knowledge is addictive. And I don't claim to get it all right all the time. I know so much kind of gets foggy as time goes on. I've learned a thousand times more than I can remember. You know what I mean? But I want to give knowledge to people. I want to get knowledge. I, I want to understand how the world works. I want to build a better future. And the people running things just have this selfish impetus to try to make everybody else poor and under their control while claiming they love you and care about you. And all they're really doing is wrecking your future. I mean, there's no doubt, as he said, this is good versus evil. This is a death cult, and we better stop them now. And I'm telling you, man, it's all on the table. Mass shootings, bombings, false flags, race war, power outages, cyber attacks, expanded wars, stock market crashes. I mean, it's going down. You can feel it. So people are yeah, waking up right now, and everybody's kind of listening now. Because deep down, folks, you know you're in danger, baby. We have another amazing guest. I've been watching his stuff for a couple of years on uh, Twitter. But I wanted to get him on to, uh, well, we'll tell you the guesses when he gets on with us. Oh, I didn't see it in my list, too. I need a few of those clips. He did one like a week ago. So I said, you got to get him on. Where he's talking about white people are the new black people and explaining how this divide and conquer works. So pretty please, triple cupcakes on top. Uh, please make sure I have that. I'm just reminding you guys that I need that. So I want to play that clip up front when we come back. Do we have it? Because I, I know everybody's really busy, but I didn't see it in my list. All right, so we have the video. Well, good, I want to put the Twitter video up, and I want to play it. So I meant to play it, never got to it, but he'll actually be joining us. Before I go any further, please remember, yeah, we, we're reaching 50 million people today right now, or, or more. That's very conservative. 60, 70, it's, it, it's insane. Uh, and... Uh, Anyways, but we need funds, ladies and gentlemen. Because all these new listeners aren't buying stuff at InfoWars.com. They're tuning in. I need the regular hardcore folks that have never gotten a film, a book, a water filtration system. They're all the best out there at InfoWarsTore.com. Do your Christmas shopping with us. or part of it. Don't fund the globalist. InfoWarsTore.com. X2 back in stock, which is selling out. Incredible. Learn about iodine deficiency. Learn why we have the best. Good, clean hour. Incredible energy. Nobody's got a formula this strong or clean or powerful without hardly any letdown. It's so strong. It has some letdown. TurboForce, InfoWarsStore.com, or 888-253-3139. TurboForce, X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, 
DNA Force Plus, Down and Out Sleep Support. The list goes on and on. InfoWars Christmas Mega Super Sale. Sells up to 60% off free shipping and double Patriot points. Shop now. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It is a top flight site with a ton of security on it. That's why it's sometimes slow because we've got massive security on the site. So it's super safe. InfoWarsStore.com or order by phone. 888-253-3139. If you want to support me because the court and bankruptcy makes me pay half the legal bills, which I can't even do, but they allow me to have some my, my book revenue to pay the bills. That's That's gracious of them. The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalist and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. Get the signed fundraiser copy at InfoWarsTore.com or get the regular copy, InfoWarsTore.com, and it's going towards number one on Amazon. But if you get an InfoWars, that supports the broadcast. The Great Awakening, thank you. All right, we'll be back with a special guest and more. Hour number three, straight ahead. Never forget that the answer to 1984 is 1776. We've come a long way in the fight against tyranny, and it's been listeners and viewers like you that have kept us on air. That's why we bring you the very best products so you love them, so you enjoy them, and so you come back and get them again and again so we can stay on the air in the fight against the globalists because it's viewers like you that keep this operation on air. And here we are, another Christmas is here, being the biggest sale of the year, store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points, up to 60% off, store-wide, my new book, The Great Awakening, get a signed or unsigned copy, it's all there. X2, finally back in stock. Turbo Force, finally back in stock. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. I want to thank you all for your support. We're in this fight together. And I want to encourage you now to get store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points, up to 60% off on all the great products at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com. 